Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365 day number 160. A nice round number 160 so we're 205 days away from the end of 12 months of 365 so um, good effort me for getting going this long. Uh, it's a real discipline to, to do something like this every single day. Coming up with new content and uh, uh, not forgetting to do it and uh, in amongst the, the busy schedule and so forth. It's a real, uh, it requires real discipline, that's for sure. Now today, I'll just give you a, a little bit of an update about the book as to, to where that's at. And uh, what I can tell you is that it's making, making progress. I guess I had this big push to get up to a point where the book was written and uh, then you can't exactly just turn a key and boom, it's out. It's out in a published form. Now, obviously what you can do is you can uh, convert it to a PDF document and then just have it as a, an e-book. But the, the problem with that is that uh, it's, it's just a PDF document. And once it's out in the, the universe, then anyone can just share it. And uh, I, I don't know, I think I've got some, uh, you know, reports and so forth that are out there that are like that. But, uh, yeah, I want it in a proper format. So if it's going to be an e-book, then it needs to be Kindle, you know, sold on Amazon, uh, that type of format so that it's appropriate for the reader and not just a... A PDF and if I want to get it published as a as a book which I do then that becomes a lot more uh, difficult to do you can't just do that straight away and uh, like I, was, I think I was saying yesterday I've certainly had a few conversations with people about um, how how long it takes to get a, a book from being approved by a publisher to actually uh, you know, seeing uh, a hard copy of, of that book, uh, John, uh, Jeff, sorry, that I was uh, talking to is helping me you know, find the editors and uh, get it published. He said that if we do it, the approach that he's talking about, he said, you'll see your book in 2019. He said, if you have a publisher, pick this up, you won't see it until 2020. I was like, oh man. He said the, they schedule all their their books, and uh, you know they'll probably have the whole calendar set for the year, and then they find a spot for you where you can fit in. So I guess that makes sense from that perspective. But I guess if you've never done this before, uh, there are certain things that you don't take into account uh, when you're planning uh, planning it. So uh, that was a little bit of a surprise to me. So where we're at. I've spoken to Emily and Jeff uh, two days ago and we worked out the, um, I suppose, broad brush, what she would do for me and uh, so forth. And so, so she's going to do what they call a devel developmental edit. And that's looking at uh, how does the book flow, how's it structured and... Uh, you know, what do we need to change? Do things, do things make sense? Uh, you know, just the, 
the themes and the chapters and just overall all flow and I guess feedback based on uh, what they've done before, how how well is, is this going to sit in the market? Uh, like, is it a complete dud? What needs to change, etc., to uh, pitch it in the right way? So, uh, I am looking forward to that. I'm probably a little bit nervous about it. Um, so, I have selected her. The contract hasn't come through yet. They said it'd probably come through today. Uh, and. Uh, these things uh, don't necessarily come cheap uh, to be able to, to do these things, but um, you know, it, I think it's worth it in the long run. I've never done this before, so um, there will be certain aspects that uh, the you know I think see, I'm not quite sure about that, and I need to get some advice on uh, you know people that have written things before. I know that when I was up at Dream Team, and we had to come up with some concepts over the the four days and I thought I came up with some really great stuff and uh, you know that we then had to read it out to the class and it's like no one moved it's like yeah I don't really get what it is that you're talking about and the coach said you need to do it you know this way put this spin on it and, and so forth and then I do it and I said yeah that's better doing it that way so uh, it's a it's a skill to be able to do it in the right way and uh, that's where I need the, uh, the help to make sure that it uh, is shaped the right way. Because I, I think I've created something that is uh, really quite special, but I don't know whether I mentioned this on a, a 365 uh, just recently, but about the artist that writes a, a song and they asked the artist, did you know this was going to be a hit? And they, they say, no. I said, look, I, I liked it and thought it would, would do well, but had no idea that it would be, you know, this successful. And I guess you, and I've heard authors say the same thing. Um, they thought it was, was, had some good stuff in there, but, you know, publishers haven't believed in them or whatever, and then it sold, sold millions of copies. Um, my belief is that... Uh, I've got some really good strategies in here uh, that are guaranteed to work and anyone that works through it will get a completely different outcome for their life. Uh, the point is that uh, if that's not packaged the right way, uh, then you know, you're not going to get the outcome that you necessarily want. So that's where I need the... Uh, the coaching and the support and advice from those people that know best. Uh, so that's what we're doing. So that's where the, the book is up to. Uh, so in terms of timing, what they, um, what she said was that it's, um, it's going to take a number of weeks to be able to achieve uh, what it is that she wants to achieve. Uh, so I haven't exactly seen a timeline yet. Uh, but it sounds to me like it's going to be maybe, if I said the end of January, early February, by the time she's gone through that process. Um, the early feedback so far is that she said, look, the structure looks fairly solid. And maybe that's what all she means there is the fact that, well, I've, I think I've got it as 11 chapters. I can't even remember now. It might be 10 chapters plus, plus a bonus chapter, which has got the... 
uh, the bonus gifts in the book. Um, it's got a number of appendices, four appendices as well. Uh, it's uh, as it stands right now, and it doesn't, I haven't put the testimonials in it yet, and that will add a whole bunch of other words, but it's 66,000 words right now. And Jeff said to me, uh, just via a message yesterday, he said, we might need to cut it down. Uh, but he said, uh, Emily will work that out as she goes through it. Uh, so, yeah, exciting times ahead. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the feedback is something that uh, is really positive so that we can, you know, take this thing to the, the next level. So exciting about that. Uh, so today, let me give you a, an update. Uh, yesterday, super, super hot, really windy, and uh, there were no bushfires locally. There were interstate, but uh, actually, I think other parts of uh, Victoria too, but um, certainly there's nothing here, which was lucky because it was an absolute stinker. I got in the car to go pick up the kids. It was 41 degrees. Uh, as the, by the car temperature, once I started driving, then it dropped to 37, but really hot. Went to a school awards night for Emily last night, where she won two awards, and she, she did so well, uh, but it was so hot in the hall, it was crazy. I only went for about an hour and a half or something, though, so it wasn't, wasn't too bad. And uh, today, right now, it's early morning, and... Uh, it's uh, there's, actually I'm walking right now. You can probably hear it through the microphone. There's a little bit of a breeze, uh, which is which is nice. Uh, but uh, right now it's probably 27 degrees, something like that. It's supposed to get up to 38 today. Some storms coming later. Uh, we'll see see how the day um, goes. Uh, so morning. Uh, yeah. So today I wanted to talk to you about dealing with setbacks and you know what the meaning is that you attach to those because um, setbacks can take you in a variety of different ways. Um, as the name suggests, if it's a setback, then something is holding you back or it's knocked you back or you know something like that. Uh, and it's really the, the meaning that we attach to things that, that really proves who we are. And um, I, I got a setback yesterday and uh, I was really disappointed uh, by it. Uh, but, you know, it's like, well, what do I do with that? It was uh, to do with the, uh, the Fitness Australia um, our submission for uh, you know Australia's personal trainer of the year, and uh, you know you get that that email which is a, you know that letter you get. I uh, thank you, but unfortunately it was one of those kinds of things. And um, I guess where I was obviously disappointed that I didn't get to you know make it to one of the state finalists um, because I put up a really strong submission. Uh, so a couple of things from from my perspective when I first uh, got the, the details. First one was obviously disappointed that I didn't make it through. Um, the second one was, man, I remember at the time I was so busy 
and I had other things that I could have been doing. But I basically took uh, about a week, I'd say five days out of my schedule to um, you know, get the submission done. If you went back to the 365s a number of months ago, you would hear uh, the, the struggles that I went through uh, to find that time and uh, you know, dedicate to it to get it done. It was a lot of work. And you know, when, when I thought I was done, you know, click the next page of the submission and uh, you know, it opened up a whole other can of worms. So, uh, yeah, I was really, really frustrated that I had devoted so much time to it and uh, yeah, I can't do anything with it. You know, I, I didn't make it through to that, you know, to the final round. Uh, and, you know, that's disappointing. It makes you think about, you know, who you are, how far you've come, etc., etc., And you can't help but feel a little bit disappointed. I suppose I was more frustrated by the fact that, man, I put in so much work into that. Um, that's time that I never get back and I can't, I can't use anything, you know, with what I created. I can't use it for anything. So it was really just for that. And uh, now I, it's gone. Uh, so... Um, you can beat yourself up over these things and then you can stop and reflect and I think, well, hang on a second. And, and you know what? I, I did beat myself up for a few hours over it uh, yesterday. Uh, then when I went to Emily's uh, awards night last night, um, you know, I was uh, so proud to... I see her uh, stand up in front of her peers and uh, and accept a, a two awards that she won, and uh, it made me think about uh, who I who I was, and knowing that you know just because I, somebody says or doesn't say something, that doesn't diminish who you are and your accomplishments that you you've had. When you aren't successful with you know something and you, you get disappointed, then obviously that does feel like a, a setback, and your immediate thoughts can be to jump to your inadequacies and uh, and so forth. But um, I pulled it apart the you know the process. I thought, well, hang on. Back in 2011, I applied for the Cardinia business awards they're Casey Cardinia now but at the time it was just the Cardinian business awards and I entered the the home base category so I'd been in business for uh, under two years and the home base category was the one that seemed most suitable to me at the time because I didn't have like a health section or anything like that so I entered that and I was successful in becoming a finalist and uh, it got to the night and you know I thought that wow, I've got a really great chance here because I knew the business that I was running, etc., etc. And, uh, you know, they go through and they announce the winners and I, I wasn't the, uh, the winner. And uh, I was disappointed. Um, so I thought, wow, you know, that, their submissions were, were massive. Oh, there's a little dog running wild here. Hey, little dog, where's your home? Hey? Um, and... Uh, but I did win uh, the Judges Recognition Award. 
and that and that was exciting. So basically, what it meant was, yes, I, I wasn't successful in winning uh, the the main category, but it was kind of like I came second, uh, being the you know getting a, a runners up award. Back you go. Here's your honor. Come on, come on, come on. Back you come. Here. Come on. I'm, I'm taking this little dog back to its owner. It's, uh, uh, thought, it was, thought it was going to follow me all the way home. <laughs> all right, back in. This is funny when you see a dog that gets out and he's like he's having a ball, just running around everywhere, tail wagging a million miles now, one of those little Jack Russells and they've come looking for him. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, I knew how much work was involved in putting that submission together. It was a massive, massive task. And that was back in the day where it had to be a printed document. Uh, and uh, you had to provide well, I think it was three or four copies of the, the document. And my document was huge, like it was 150 pages or something. It was really massive. And anyway, from, from that experience, I was like, man, I didn't, you know, I didn't win. But I did win the Judges Recognition Award. Uh, no, it was 2010. That's right, it was 2010. Then in 2011, um, so I basically, I was, you know, I was happy with the uh, the judges' recognition award, and we got to 2011. I entered, decided to enter again. Uh, so I entered again, and I thought this year, because of the you know the massive growth that I'd had in the business, uh, that um, I, I would uh, do even better uh, than last time. So I became a finalist again, and. Uh, I got to the night and like I was really really confident I thought yep I've got this and I, I didn't win uh, but I, w I was really frustrated by that and I, you know when I spoke to the judges uh, the, well the feedback I got from the judges on the, the prior year was that you know look we were going to give the award to you but we just felt that you know, like the growth wasn't there in the numbers and, you know, that kind of thing. I thought, okay. So obviously because I had the growth in the numbers the next year, I thought uh, that I would do super well. Uh, but um, I didn't. And the, uh, the people that won it the prior year won it again. And I was like, oh man, really? I mean, I had so much growth. And um, yeah, I'd, there were some other things too, which I can't remember off the top of my head, that I'd, I'd followed by what the judges said, and you know, it was just unsuccessful. And I was like, oh wow. So I was frustrated, so I, I didn't enter uh, the next year. And uh, an opportunity came up in 2013, because there's a lot of work in these submissions. I was like doing a tender for something and then being unsuccessful for it. Anyone that's done a big tender before would appreciate that. Um, like I think there's probably about two weeks work on and off uh, for completing one of these big submissions. And, um, so 2013, a new category came up. It was the health and education category. And, uh, you know, I looked at the previous people that had, uh, you know, won the, the award, the, the previous category that I was in. 
and I was um, a bit dumbfounded as to how, you know, when you, you get a bit annoyed and you start to look for why did they win and I didn't win. And, you know, this was a really quite a big business and they were in the home category, but they ran businesses out, you know, out of their, uh, you know, their home. Not actually, when I say that, I don't mean, they did some sessions in their home, but most of them were done, you know, away from their home. And I thought, well, how does that qualify as a home business? But anyway, I was just a bit bitter. And uh, anyway, so I thought, well, I'm going to enter this category. Um, health and education so I put in a lot of work and over the you know the next because of the timing and everything I say 2011 but it it was really um, I think they announced in April May the, the winners so it was really all 2011 2012 summer 2013 and I'd uh, implemented a number of changes in the business there so I'd introduced the schools program uh, which is called Munchet, Kids Munchet, and I'd, I'd done a family food rescue. I'd served more clients. I'd had uh, you know more growth, and so I thought, look, a number of things have changed in my business since then. I'm just going to give it one more shot. And so it was an online process this time, uh, which are good and bad. Um, same sorts of questions, and uh, I entered it. Now, then the judges came to say, so I made it to be the final, uh, finalist. And I, uh, yeah, they set up an appointment to come and see your facility. And uh, they normally sent two judges. So one of the judges had been a judge uh, of my category in the very first year. And um, there was a new, a new person. Um, that I can't remember whether she was federal government or something like that. And uh, they came and uh, Jack Mitchell, he was one of them. And Jack said, Rob, just so impressed with your submission and the change that you've had, um, just really impressive and you know, wanted to you know, talk about various aspects. The other lady, um, she said to me, okay, great, I haven't read your submission, so tell me about what you do. And I felt like kicking her out. I, I thought, how dare you come and talk to me when I'm a finalist and I've put in such an incredible amount of work into the submission and you haven't even paid me the respect to read the document prior to coming to talk to me. I thought that was really, really poor form and from that point on, I felt a lot less of it. I can't remember her name, uh, but I thought that was really, really rude and poor form. Anyway, so they stayed for about an hour or whatever. And they told me at the end of it, because I asked a few questions, and uh, they said that the health and education category was the most hotly contested category this year. That's, they said they had the most entries of any other category. I think they had 14 entrants in it. And I asked about who the others were, and you know, they had chemists, they had other fitness facilities, um, uh, they had, uh, I think, some daycare centres and they had the uh, Beacon Hills School. Beacon Hills School, I thought, are you serious? I was like, man, what hope have I got up against a school? 
and particularly a private school that's got multi-million dollar budgets and uh, I don't know how many, you know, hundreds, thousands of kids. And I thought, I've got absolutely no hope in this category. So, um, because it's the first time they'd opened it as well. So some of the, I think the fitness areas, uh, centers had entered before, but obviously the schools and stuff had, had never entered. So they're setting them for the first time. And like Beacon Hills has got a, an amazing reputation. Uh, so when it got to, you know, me being announced a finalist, I thought, oh, well, that's great. At least I can use that for branding and stuff. And I didn't even um, go along to the, the presentation night. So I thought, you know what? There is no way I'm going to do any good against, uh, you know, Beacon Hills. I thought they had it in the bag for sure. So I had a client that was uh, attending for her work. And I said to her, look, would you mind if by some freaky chance that I get announced for a, uh, an award because they had different categories within the awards you know, like environmental sustainability and um, yeah, employer of choice and that kind of stuff but I didn't have any workers at the time so um, that wasn't going to help and uh, she said yeah sure she'd do that so anyway I ended up winning it and it's like I was so blown away and I wasn't even at the event um, but she got some nice photos <laughs> Uh, that was Sarah. She she got some nice photos, but I was just so dumbfounded by the fact that I had won, and uh, so excited uh, that that was the the case because, like they said, it was the the best contested, hotly contested event and all that kind of stuff. So you know, I was reflecting on those things when thinking about yesterday, and thought, do you know what? A lot of whenever a judge is involved, uh, I know that there is obviously. Uh, what would you say, there's um, factions at play and, you know, people that have applied in the past would have applied again and, uh, you know, whenever you've got the human element involved then, you know, there can be other things at play that are just, you know, you just don't know about. Um, perfect example of that would be um, Christy, who I know who's listening to this, so Christy uh, they used to compete in uh, gymnastics and uh, she said to me that you know her results started to get better and better as soon as her mum became friendly with uh, you know, like the judges and coaches and, and so forth and I don't mean anything inappropriate with that it's just that obviously there's you know relationships get formed and, you know, people's names suddenly get to go up a list because of certain associations and relationships with uh, parents and so forth. That's not right. It doesn't, that's not to take anything away from Christy's performance, but she, she said to me, she didn't think her performance has improved, but her, her placings did. And I'm sure that happens at, at the Olympic level as well when you, you look at diving and gymnastics and you know, those sports where there's an element of this is my opinion uh, and and it's the same with the same with this I think uh, a number of years ago I actually applied to be on the board of directors uh, with Fitness Australia because I I didn't like the the work that they were doing 
or not doing, to be frank. It's, it's like that I, I pay a membership fee and they do nothing. And I thought, well, I can complain and continue to complain about it or I can get on the board and try and make a difference. And uh, so you have to go through it again, a fairly long submission process, and then, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, vote and that kind of stuff. Now, obviously, the, the incumbent directors are, are going to get way more votes than you because they've been in the organisation uh, and they have a following. And it's easy for them to reach out to their people and say, hey, give us a vote. Whereas me, being brand new, coming into it, it's like no one's, uh, you know, really heard of me. Most of the, like all the meetings and everything are run out of uh, Sydney normally. Uh, so, you know, I don't have a following in Sydney. Uh, so I was unsuccessful there. And, uh, you know, the point being that there are connections and networks in place that you, you just don't know what's, you know, what's going on. And I'm sure in this particular case of the PT of the year, there will be submissions that they see every year and they say, look, this person's really grown since year one or whatever, so let's give it to them. Irrespective of, you know, how good my submission might have been or whatever, you just don't know what all the criteria is, who the judges are and relationships and that kind of stuff. Uh, now, I'm not poo-pooing it to say, oh, it's the sour grapes. I'm just saying that there are often other things at play that you know you need to take into account sometimes to realise that well, uh, you know you're not going to be successful this time round. And another example of that is so I used to play the bagpipes, and uh, we were the very first uh, band to compete from Australia at the highest level in the World Championships in Glasgow in 1990. And we came 14th. Now, we believed that we were definitely top 10 based on how we performed and other bands performed. But the judging there is so, so political. And we could have been the best band in the world and we wouldn't have won because we were outsiders at that time. And you need to you know, perform for years and years uh, before you're going to get there. So in the end, it took about 10 years, but they... I wasn't competing with the band at the time, but they ended up winning the world championships. Um, an incredible performance, but that didn't happen in year one um, because of, you know, if you like the brand name, the band name wasn't known. Um, so this can, can kind of be the, the similar sort of thing. But if you put all that to one side and say, look, you just weren't the best person uh, for it, you say, well, what do you take away from that? And you, like Emily stood up on stage and she won a couple of awards. There were people that won, you know, multiple awards more than her. But for her part, she um, did beautifully well and uh, she won a couple of awards. And I think about the year that she has had. And, you know, she um, started high school this year she wanted to do competitive cheerleading. We said, let's, let's see how you go for the first semester and say, can you handle the workload in terms of the homework and uh, you know, the, the, um, the, the nature of the competitive timetable and stuff. She also wanted to do more dance. Uh, so you know, it's a really full schedule for a little girl. 
and she managed it all and she's excelled at school um, she's very disciplined doing her homework she's very disciplined at doing her training and to be honest it hasn't required a lot of pushing or really any pushing at all maybe just some reminding every now and then but now she's in such a flow she just does her homework and she goes to her training and she's getting tired right now that's we've got a concert and Liv's concert tomorrow that's that ends the year in terms of uh, the dance and the cheer uh, but so she she's um, competed uh, in cheerleading for the first time this year and uh, th that was something that she took on she wanted to do herself and she's made some great friends to it and I have to run across the road to avoid getting hit. Uh, car speeding. Uh, and she won her very first competition well, with her team. They qualified for the nationals. They qualified for the pinnacle. And, you know, each competition, they've either got first for the first competition, then they got seconds and, and thirds. And the very last one they competed in, they actually came fourth. But then they've come second at the national titles, they've come second at the pinnacle. They beat the team that beat them at the nationals. And yeah, they are the second best team in Australia at their level. And that's incredible. And then she finishes the year by winning a couple of awards at school. Uh, so, you know, just an amazing year. And I think when so that got me thinking about me and yesterday and snapping out of it and saying well you know there there are setbacks that come our way in life and this one that's come by me now that you know I'm, I'm annoyed because of the amount of time that I spent in it disappointed that I haven't been recognized for what I do uh, but the reality is none of that what happened yesterday takes away from anything that I've done this year any of the results of the past and the um, incredible outcomes I'm helping achieve with clients. And I think it's really important to keep in mind that just turn around and have a look back and see what it is that you have done this year. And I'm going to dedicate another uh, 365 closer to the end of the year uh, about that and um, you know, my year and having a look forward to your year and we might do that over a couple of days, uh, but we don't appreciate the value of what we have done and we're only looking forward sometimes. Now some people live in the past and their fears and anxieties and stresses and uh, why they're not gonna move forward because of what's happened in the past, but when it comes to the good things, we also tend not to look back and and celebrate what we have done and remind ourselves of who we are and our, our place and purpose in the world and the great work that we do do uh, because um, that's really necessary to make sure that you keep your momentum going. Uh, so what I need to do is uh, take things to another level and keep, uh, keep progressing forward and each week uh, I'm building momentum uh, with my team and uh, feeling better placed to be able to take things in the direction that I need to. So having said that yesterday, uh, the, it's easy to focus on the bad stuff, but so I was reflecting on that good thing, those good things and then actually while I was in 
uh, the uh, presentations last night, I was getting a series of uh, Facebook messages uh, from the Germany, this one was, I don't know whether the, these guys are in Munich or not, but uh, from Germany. Um, so I'm writing um, uh, 20 articles for uh, this business magazine. I formed this connection when I was over in uh, Los Angeles and they wanted to publish my profile uh, because uh, I'm going to be in their next edition and so I'll be writing that article over probably tomorrow and um, finalising it for Monday to send off to them. And uh, that, that uh, magazine is all about business. And so I'm writing 20 articles uh, to show how health and fitness impacts the, uh, you know, your business outputs and so forth. So the first one's going to be around energy and productivity and, and so forth. Uh, so I am excited about that. So we had to finalise my profile. She, and so she sent it to me and I had to have a read of it and then send back some changes via Messenger. Uh, we got there in the end and I said that she's published that this morning and uh, a couple of people have commented on it saying, oh, I can't wait to read his article and, and that kind of stuff. So I guess as of right now, you could say that I have uh, some international... I'm an international writer and uh, you can see I posted, I shared it on my uh, Facebook page so you can go and have a look at that. And uh, the profile that is. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you just never know where that next opportunity comes from. And even though, you know, one thing might feel down on the one side, on the other side, uh, you know, I've got people uh, who are looking forward to uh, seeing my article based on the profile that I I have. Uh, so I think that's exciting. So that's where my focus is going and uh, looking forward uh, to, you know, the rest of this year in 2019 uh, because there's just so much, so much going on. There really is no downtime uh, for me. It's about planning, marketing, pushing forward. Uh, I feel like I've had uh, decent breaks this year with uh, all my different trips so uh, it's time to knuckle down and focus and get things done uh, over this period when it can be a little bit quieter although it seems to be ramping up uh, in the studio uh, with um, new clients and so forth but uh, yeah it's um, it's an exciting time so I realize that this is a much longer call probably twice over twice the length of the call yesterday uh, but I think it's an important topic because we seem to be programmed to focus on the negative. Just naturally, we tend to focus on the, the negative. And it requires um, concentrated effort and focus to get out of that funk uh, that you might live in. So hopefully this 365 has helped you to gain some insight as to how I get out of mine, uh, how I've got out of this one yesterday and how you can get out of yours today. The key is focus on the good things that you have done. And I know in the down moment, there's that temptation to say, there isn't anything good I've ever done. Uh, but you know that that's not true at all. And uh, if I dug deep enough with you, we would find those things that you have done that are completely amazing. Uh, so don't beat yourself up unnecessarily. All right, so that's it for me today. I'm going to finish my walk now. 
and uh, get on with the rest of my day. I'm going to head to the gym soon, do a leg workout. I feel like I've been very sedentary these last couple of days and need to, need to work the legs more. So that's what I'm going to do and do some marketing, marketing planning I'm going to be doing today before we, uh, uh, the kids get dropped off and we plan the rest of our day. Carol's by candlelight tonight if we don't get struck by lightning. Alrighty, that's me out for today. See you tomorrow.